welcome to Happy Food 2020, where it's not just about the food, it's about the soul. Here we are in the new year. Happy January 7th. I hope your new year was amazing. I hope you did amazing things. You can find me on Instagram at NotSoLazyLizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, NotSoLazyLizzie. That is my Instagram for this podcast. That is the only social media you can find me on. So this next little bit is just a little added bonus, um, basically someone's Instagram page I wanted to tell you about. Um, So if you don't want to hear about it and you just want to jump right into today's episode with today's topic, go ahead and skip ahead right around five minutes. I think that's where today's uh, topic will really begin, maybe a little bit before. I'm I'm not totally sure, but skip ahead if you need. Okay, bye. Before we jump into today's topic, I found the coolest thing, maybe it's not the coolest thing, but I think it's cool and I want to share it and I don't think I want to do a whole episode dedicated to it. So I found this Instagram and ha ha ha, I actually have the Instagram name unlike usually in the middle of an episode when I reference an Instagram, I don't know who it is and it's super unhelpful to anybody who's listening and wants to find what I've shared, um, trying to get better. So this post is by Body Positive underscore mom. And I did a little, before I, you know, shared this one post, I did a little click through just to make sure their Instagram is something that I'm willing to, you know, kind of put my name behind and see kind of if I align. Um, but I like them kind of their, what does this say? The, um, Brittany Woodard is a registered dietitian and her Instagram is for moms and inspiring body confidence and food freedom. And this looks really awesome. And there's a lot of great posts here. Maybe I'll share more than just this one. So this is by her. Go check out her Instagram. She looks really cool. Um, So this is just a list of compliments. It says for kids um, that are not based on appearance. Um, I would argue that some of these you could say to adults too. But I really want to incorporate saying these to my kids. um, Because especially with... um, my kids, I tell them all the time, oh my goodness, you're the most beautiful thing in the world. And that's because I I believe that. I think they're the most beautiful, precious, amazing children in the whole entire world. Oh, I just could eat them up. They're my favorite things in the world. Um, But I don't want, especially my, especially just all my kids, all my kids. I was going to say, especially my daughters, but all my kids, I don't ever want them growing up to think that all that I think of them is that they're beautiful. So if they don't feel beautiful, that for some, some reason, I don't know. I just don't want that to be the only compliment they hear from me. So without further ado, here's this list of compliments for kids, not based on appearance. Again, this is from body positive underscore mom. I want to give credit to this. Um, The first one is you are smart, you are kind. Um, The next one is you are brave, you are silly, you are a good friend. Oh, I think these are so wonderful. Um, I'm just going to keep going. I'm not going to talk about each one. You are talented. I love to be around you. You are helpful. You're a good listener. I love being your parent. You're a hard worker and you'll change the world. So what was that? One, two, four... 12. I think that was 12 compliments. I think those are awesome. You think about, you know, and, and I'm sure my mom did tell me this or my dad did tell me this growing up, but to hear as a kid, I love being around you. Oh, that has to, that's wonderful. Those, that is exactly what we should be telling our children, our partners, uh, our friends. I think that's 
what so many of us just want to hear is that we're wanted and that people want to be around us and that people like us. And, and maybe that's just me. I, I really, maybe I'll do an episode about my need or my struggle with the need to be liked. It's very important to me. I'm trying to get uh, better about it and not caring as much if people like me or not. Um, but this is just wonderful. So yeah, without further ado, on to the episode. All right. Hello. We're here to the regularly scheduled episode. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad it's 2020. What a wonderful new year. I hope that your new year is going well so far. Um, And I'm really excited for today's topic. And I feel like I say that a lot. And I guess that's a good thing. Since I'm doing this podcast, I should probably feel good about it. Um, So today's topic, get mud on your pants. What the Frickin' A does that mean? Well, I'm going to tell you what that means. Um, And I really want this to kind of set the tone of my 2020 and what I want my year to look like. You know, how at the beginning of the year we talk about, oh, it's a new year. What are we doing with the year? This is one of my things. Um, Basically, uh, so, okay, first, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was at the park Monday morning, yesterday morning, with two of my kids, one of my older daughters and um, one of my toddlers. And my older daughter is about 8, 9, 10, 11 years old in, in that zone. I try to be fairly vague about my kids. Obviously, if you know me, you know my kids, you know the deal. Um, if you look hard enough, you can find me. It's very easy, but I just don't put exact details out there. It's just my choice. Um, so my older daughter, my younger toddler, who's um, between two and three, <laughs> she's between, she's almost two, um, she'll be two in a while, but she acts like a two-year-old right now, but she's so wonderful and hilarious. So we're at this park, and it's this really fun park, it's by a river, and we're playing on the playground, and we're having a great time, and nobody's there. Because it's been so rainy and it's been cold where we live. Um, but it wasn't raining this morning. But it was like everything was still kind of muddy from when it had rained. And it was earlier in the morning. No one was there yet. We had the park to ourselves. It was wonderful. And my little toddler, she starts kind of walking off and she wants to go see the river. And my older daughter's like, yes, like let's go down there. I have the spot I want to show you that one of, my, um, one of her older friends like took her to to show her. And so we're walking down there and we get over there and I'm like trying to take pictures. Like we're having just this really fun, wonderful morning. And I, and I think, okay, so we get over to basically there's like this big embankment type thing that runs kind of down the river. And the spot that we picked kind of walk down there was this like big muddy hill. And I was, I was just in one of those moods that I'm like, yeah, I'm game. I, I find myself as a mother oftentimes um, not being the fun one. It's just kind of the way the cards fell. I'm, I'm not the fun mom. I'm just not, um, I, I, I can be, and I'm silly and I like to have fun, but a lot of times there's just so much chaos. I kind of demand order and, uh, we're going to do it the way that I say we're going to do it. And this is the schedule and that's what we're doing. So this, this day, yesterday, I had an opportunity where we just didn't have to follow a schedule and, we, if they wanted to walk over somewhere, I was just, I just tried to say yes. I tried to take a day of saying yes. Um, it was the last day of my daughter's winter break. She was about to go back to school, trying to make it a banner day. And so we're walking down there and she's walking first and she's 
like, be careful, it's slippery, watch your step. And I'm like, be careful, it's slippery, watch your step. And I looked down at my toddler and I'm like, well, I'll let her try to walk down it. It wasn't too steep. It wasn't like this big old mountain. Like it was a little hill, a little trail. And she looks, she takes one step down, looks at me and puts her arms up and wants me to carry her. And I'm like, sure, I'll carry you. And I was wearing like decent tennis shoe type shoes. They, they weren't, what are they even? They don't have laces, but they look like tennis shoes. I don't know what you call those. And they're like popular right now. But I guess the traction is not the most amazing in them like I thought it was going to be. So I take like three steps down. We're doing good. And my daughter's in front of me. And she's, you know, she's like, careful, it's slippery. And we're being careful. And then I just take the wrong step. I don't know. But I just slipped. And I, I mean, my legs flew out in front of me. I held my daughter up in the air so she, we wouldn't, she wouldn't, so I wouldn't fall on top of her. And so I couldn't catch myself because both my arms were, you know, if you're a parent and you fall, if you're a person who's fallen with a baby or a toddler, you know, or I guess even a dog, I don't know, you know, you're going to do everything in your power to make sure they don't make contact with the ground or you don't smush them. You hold the kid up and you drown basically. Um, and this is basically what happened. I slipped and I just completely just planted on the ground my butt, my legs, my back, everything just down the mud. I mean, okay, that's probably a little dramatic because I realize now I'm going to put a picture up of it. Um, so it was, it felt very dramatic. Um, and so I started getting up and, and we were fine. It was not that big of a deal. It was very funny. And my daughters, they just lost their minds. I thought it was the funniest thing. My older daughter is just Oh, she's curled over. She just thinks that this is the funniest thing that's ever happened in the history of time. And we like keep going. I like, we laugh about it. We move on. She wants to keep talking about it. We talk about it. It was very funny. We get, we go look at the thing. We look at the river. I take pictures. We walk up and she's like, Lizzie, you have mud all over your butt. And she thought it was so funny. And then she's like, we have to take a picture. Let me take a picture. And I was like, my initial reaction was kind of like, no, like I know what I look like and I, and I know what I look like that day. And I know what I look like from the back. And I'm like, I don't know if I want that. Like, what, why are we taking this picture? And I just had this moment of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable with that, um, because of what my body looks like. And it was a very quick moment, and but it was super funny. So I was like, absolutely. Because she really wanted to. She thought it was very funny. She wanted to be able to show my wife the picture, like what happened. And so I let her. And the picture is very, it's, it's funny, I guess. It's just a picture of me with mud on my butt. But, so that's like what happened. And the reason that this story kind of inspired this episode is when I was falling asleep last night, I just, I had this moment where I was like, that, I could have missed that opportunity to connect in a really funny way with my daughter. I could have missed it. And I feel really happy that I didn't miss it because my daughter does not care if I have a big butt or big thighs or big hips or a big tummy. She doesn't care. All she can like, she doesn't notice it. She doesn't care. She cares that I was laughing with her and I wasn't being this serious 
mom at home telling her to put her clothes away or make her bed or do this or do that, like I so often have to do as her parent. It was this moment where we just got to laugh together. We got to both be in on this joke together and she asked for something and I said, yes. I said, yeah, that's funny, that's great. And I luckily didn't feel insecure about it. And I'm just so thankful that I have been on this journey of intuitive eating and body acceptance and figuring all this shit out for the last year. All, even if just to lead up to that day yesterday, to have that moment with her where that was such a small, tiny voice in my head that was like, oh my God, you maybe don't need just a full frontal of your backside in a picture. And for that to be such a small voice, I was able to be like, blip, it doesn't matter. Like it literally was the smallest fleeting thought. And I'm so blessed and lucky that that's where I'm at in the body that I'm in. And that was a really difficult place to get to. It was not easy. My cat is about to scream at me. If you hear my cat, just, you know, you're welcome. Because who doesn't love cats meowing? Um, And that just made me think of like how many people and how much of my life have I missed out on because I didn't want someone just like see my body and how do I even explain this? Like, you know, you don't get in the pool and swim with your kids or with your peers because you don't want to put on a swimsuit because you don't want people to see your body. And that's valid. That's totally fair. I'm not trying to minimize those insecurities, the society we live in, the people that we are, the bodies we have, feeling insecure about that or feeling uncomfortable with that. Like, I mean, oh my gosh, swimsuit season alone. Jeez Louise. That is such a valid insecurity to have. You know, I'll be coming up on this next summer in the biggest body that I've been in at this point. And I'm curious, am I going to feel insecure? Because I have new stretch marks that society hasn't seen. And I have to make the decision of, do I care what they think? If they're even taking the time to think about me, which let me tell you, most people don't care. Most people are not spending their time thinking about you. They are thinking about themselves. And that's something so wonderful my mom told me when I was, I was really young. Actually, I was probably in middle school or early high school. And I was really worried about something. I think, I'm sure, physically appearing. And my mom was like, you know, Lizzie, like, nobody is thinking about you a tenth of what you think they are. They're all busy thinking about themselves and how everybody else sees them. The reality is, is probably really nobody's taking the time to think about the pudge on your tummy or the stretch marks on your thighs or your rib cage that they can see like any of those. And I don't mean to like talk about different body attributes, but I I think I spent a lot of time talking about bigger bodies and people have insecurities in small bodies too, or, or like, Oh, your butt's too big. Your butt's too small. You have too big of boobs. Your boobs are too small. Um, you have no curves. You look like a pear, you know, or like whatever. I love the pear body shape also. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, society, you, we just, we cannot win. Um, and that can push us to do some pretty um, crazy things, to, to try to protect ourselves. And I think that's normal. And I think trying to protect yourself from judgment, trying to protect yourself from um, what you fear the results are, I think is completely valid and normal and natural. And and I, I don't want anyone to ever hear me saying that, like, oh, you're silly for having these insecurities or being unable to do what, whatever it is that I'm talking about now I can do because I've worked through my own shit. Like it's, that's not, 
the case at all. My hope is to just hopefully give someone an ounce of hope that like it is possible. Because at one point I was sitting there and I was like, I'll never like love my body. I'll never be okay with it. And like my life's just going to suck forever. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not kidding. That's a real place that I was. Those are real things that I felt. And I'm so happy to get to sit here today and say my life doesn't suck because of gaining weight. My life doesn't suck because I don't have the dream body I envisioned for years and years. My life is great. Like I have a really good life and I'm really lucky. So that is just one example. And that's really one of the big reasons I wanted to talk about this. Like have fun, get mud on your pants, do the thing. Stop letting your body or your, like your, your weight or, or what you feel about your own body get in the way of you participating in life. Go on a walk, go swimming, ride a bike, like do the thing you want to do, whatever it is. And if your body is the thing that's stopping you, see if you can figure out ways to push through that because I don't regret any, like I don't regret ever participating, especially with my kids. And I think for me, this comes in most with my kids because I realized when I think back on my childhood, I didn't care what my parents looked like. I didn't care what they looked like in a swimsuit. I just wanted them to swim with me. I wanted them to have fun with me. And I can look back at different areas of, you know, when I could tell my one of my parents was more comfortable participating. And I can remember times when they didn't participate. And looking back, I'm sure it was because of their, you know, their own issues with their body that again are valid and real and totally understandable. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to miss out on fun things. I don't want to allow what my body looks like to be a limitation on how much fun I can have, how much I can participate with my children, and what kind of clothes I can wear. I think that life is just too damn short to miss out on the fun. Have fun. And I I told my wife this, and she, I love how well she knows me. She's gotten to a place with me where she listens to all of my whims and dreams and all of the things that I say I want. And, you know, I'm very much like I'm going to start a thing and drop a thing. Um, And that's a big goal of mine to work on that habit and pick a few things that I want to follow through with and, and do that. Um, But this year I've kind of been really getting into uh, resolutions that are not body focused, that are not weight oriented. And I don't know if that's just my way of like justifying the fact that I don't have like a body res resolution even though I I don't want to or if I'm just like I don't know if I'm trying to distract from the fact that that was something I did every other year of my life so I needed like a new thing I don't know but she where was I even going with this crud I totally forgot missing out on activities in your life new years oh I remember (laughs) jeez I'm so sorry it's, I would say it's a Monday, but it's not even a Monday. I really need to get it together. Um, I told her, I want this year, I want to be more fun. I want to have more fun. I want to try to find the fun. I don't want to be like the no mom. My kids know the word no so well. They, they go, no, 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 all the time. And that was like, oh my gosh, that's because of me. Like it is, it's because of me. It's because I say no all the time to stuff. And I need to, they're toddlers, there's a lot of unsafe things in our house, but how can I, as a mom and as a person, 
interacting with my friends, family, and children and strangers, how can I say yes? How can I have more fun? How can I make stuff just more fun just because we can? And one of the ways I want to do that is when, when my kids ask me to play imagination games with them, I'm going to do it and I'm going to try and I'm going to participate the best that I can. And if silly things happen, I want to laugh and I want to let that be funny for my kids. And I don't, I don't want to allow my insecurities to project onto their childhood and, and they do and they will. And I'm a human who makes mistakes. That's a part of being a human. That's what makes us human is that we mess up. But luckily, like we always have the chance to grow in whatever ways we want. And one of the ways I want to grow is I just want to have more freaking fun. And if that means falling in the mud and letting my daughter take a silly picture of it, I'm going to do it because it was funny and no one cares what my body looks like. And if they do, like, first of all, why is like, I don't, I don't talk to very many people in a day. So who would care? Second of all, if they care about what I look like in a negative way or even an overly positive way, like, I just don't think people need to be having opinions on my body. And I didn't used to feel that way. I used to care very, very, very much about the opinions about my body. I care way more about if somebody thinks I'm nice or not or kind or treat customer service people with respect. Oh my goodness, that's a whole conversation in and of itself. If people think that I am generous, if people think that I I do want people to think I'm a good parent, that does matter to me. Um, am I being a good wife? Am I being a good partner? Am I good on the inside? And do I feel good about my outside? Do I like my outside? And I do because it's good. <laughs> so yeah, that's, and, and just like trust yourself a little bit, but give yourself some credit. Like you're okay. You got it. You look fine. Go out and fucking conquer the day. Cause you can, and you will. And that's the attitude that I'm going into this year. And I hope if that resonates with you, that, that you can glom onto that and do with that what you will. And I hope your 2020 is amazing and I'm so excited to be back here weekly and figure out what to talk about for another 52 weeks. What is it? Is it 51 weeks now, I guess? No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it's a leap year. That's exciting, I think. Isn't it a leap year? It's got to be a leap year because I wouldn't have said it if it wasn't actually a leap year. Yes, it's a leap year. That's so exciting. I love leap years. I think they're so fun. I knew somebody growing up who had a leap year birthday and I was young enough that when I met her, it just did not make sense to me. Cause I'm like, wait, how old are you? I was like, wait, so you're two or are you eight? Or it was very confusing. Whatever. I digress. All right. Live a happy life, happy food, happy soul. Um, I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.